Hey, mom and dad. I'm sorry. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Dear Mom and Dad, I'm Sorry. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Gen Z culture and whether we think that Gen Z is being hypersensitive or are they actually standing up for their rights and the things that they believe in Um, and what that means when addressing our predecessors like Gen X, um, millennials, baby boomers, and if they had the same sorts of problems when it came to political correctness and sensitivity. So before we get into that, we're going to start off with our rose and thorn. And Nyjah, do you want to start us off? Um, my rose is that um, I went to Sacramento yesterday and just like, I didn't really do much. We just kind of just went to grocery stores. Um, and then my thorn is that I just feel like I have so much to do and not enough time to do it. Um, when I say I felt that with my whole entire chest, like 24 hours is not enough hours in the day. It's really not. Right. And they said on Twitter, they said the weekends start feeling like 30 minute lunch breaks. <laughs> it really does. Right. <laughs> because like I have so much homework that I have to like keep up with. And then I'm like, uh, I then I go to work. And so I'm like, I need to be in bed early so that I can get up for work. And it's just. I'm like, I don't even know where time is going at this point. So that's been stressful. Um, Maya, you want to go next? Basically, um, this week, I got my shit rocked. Uh, I was so excited about going back to work. And I was like, oh, this is going to be like so amazing. A bitch is back on payroll. Like, it's all good. It's all dandy. A bitch has been chilling for the past like four months with no job. And today, that shit really hit me like a ton of bricks because I said today's my third day working in a row, working nine to five. My next off day is not until Thursday. And I missed my midterm. So yeah, I'm fucked. Uh, Was so tired. Uh, I ended up getting sent home from work yesterday because my period started, even though I hadn't had it in four months, my hand started swelling to the point to where like my ring wouldn't come off my finger. I was so nauseous. My back was in so much pain. So I just slept the whole day away yesterday and I still got up and went to work. They told me that I could take the day off, but a bitch is a month behind in rent and I already asked my dad for my rent money. My room was a fucking mess. Um, I haven't been to one of my classes in three weeks. I keep emailing the professor. He's not responding. So I'm going to have to talk to somebody. I don't know who, because he's not responding to my emails. Um, my anxiety is getting the best of me. I can't go to the grocery store by myself. I'm having like a really, really, really bad like setback. And I kind of just like shut down and didn't talk to anybody except for best friend. And he was like the only person who was like really getting me through it because like, I don't, I haven't been like this down bad in a long time. And those are my thorns of the week. Uh, Rose, I went to therapy for the first time this week. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that'll do something for me. She's really nice. She's really sweet. I have to have therapy every week for an hour to unload all my trauma. Um, I'm in a really, really good space with best friend and I'm really excited about it because I finally like talk to him about certain things that like I thought I wasn't ready to talk about and it turns out I was and I'm really happy with the direction that that's going um I got my job back but it's been a little bit stressful trying to train somebody who doesn't really need to be trained and she's just over here talking my ear off but um yeah that was a lot to unpack 
and I just felt the need to tell them because they have no clue. I haven't talked to them this like whole week, pretty much, because a girl's been depressed. <laughs> so, Miss Demisia, do you want to go next? <laughs> yes, I can go. Um... That was a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just needed to get that all <laughs> off my chest so you guys somewhat knew what the fuck was going on with me. Right. Um, thorn of the week. I feel like I'm kind of just in this like fog that I can't get out of. Like, like Anijo was saying, I have so much stuff to do, but I have no desire, motivation to do it. And I feel like this is the one semester where I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. Like, I know every semester I'm like fed up with school, but I'm just like, you're really telling me I have to sit down and read this article, sit down and put words on the page and turn it into an essay. <laughs> like, I feel like this has to do with like online school or something. I don't yeah. know what it is about this semester, but when I tell you, it is so fucking hard like it's just if aggravating I, the thought <laughs> like, like why isn't going to class enough <laughs> like what like I don't want to I don't want to read this article I don't want to watch this 50 minute fucking video after I just had to watch your video like right. this is this is what I'm paying for to be honest right. I definitely questioned if school was supposed to be for me this past week because it said a baby girl I don't right. I think I would have to be a longshoreman because this right here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's kind of just like where I am with school. I just really want to move back into a place where I feel motivated to do things in life. But at the same time, I don't have the motivation to get there. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I would love to be you know, like waking up in the morning, doing my affirmations, meditating, working out, like just feeling so good with my avocado toast. But I'm like, that's that sounds like a lot of fucking work to be able to get there. So I don't know. I'm hoping for a breakthrough. Um, Rose, I got two, um, or I'm in the process of applying to jobs for post-grad and I got one of the jobs that I applied to which is super exciting. Um, and I'm in the next round of the other job that I'm applying for. So I'm kind of like deciding whether or not I should just like accept this job because I know I'll really like the work, even though I won't be working there for a long time, it'll be paid. Um, but I'm like, should I choose a job based on like me being really interested in the work that I'm doing and knowing that I can transfer it to another job? or just job security and like knowing that I would still kind of like the other job just would like it less but I'd be able to have a like more stability and like long-term I don't know like assurance there I'm leaning towards the one that I'm most interested in because like I know that I'm someone who's motivated by passion and if I'm not passionate about the work I'm doing I won't do it hence the school work I was previously talking about (laughs) so that's kind of what I'm thinking but that was really exciting to um get a call back from a job. Um, so now I just kind of have to figure out where I'm going to live now. <laughs> I was about to say, where is it located? It's remote. So one oh. of the jobs, it's like bi-coastal. So I'll be working with um, the VP and the director of marketing, but one is in the West Coast, one is in the East Coast. So I'll be working on two different timelines. So I could be on either coast and just have to do work <laughs> in both time zones though. 
So I don't know. It's kind of up to me where I want to be. I feel like if I was in either of the cities that they're located in, like maybe like I could grab coffee with a coworker or something like that. But like I'm really like not too pressed about that. Like I know most of my work is gonna be remote and most of my work is just gonna be with the two bosses. Like it's not like they have like a big staff for marketing. Um, so I don't know. I could honestly be posted up anywhere at their eyebrows. Like I can do you. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to work on my facial. No, I'm really happy for you. And that's why that's why my eyebrows went up because like that's crazy no, I like, know. you could literally go <laughs> anywhere you wanted to like if you wanted to like be in Miami like you could you could literally go be anywhere I could be in a B&B for a month in three different cities <laughs> one for each month I'll be working at the job like it's kind of bitch crazy. go to Miami so I can have a second excuse to go <laughs> a second <laughs> excuse to go so yeah, bitch, I'm already it. there tickets are already booked yeah okay period period i love that for you i'm trying to get reckless my friend um from london he's gonna do this big u.s tour and he was like where are you at like where will you be so i can link up and i told him i was like i think i'm moving to new york and i'm like now that i'm thinking about it i'm like no i'm probably not moving to new york but he has all these cities on his list i said listen when you go to atl miami hit me up um i'm trying to get reckless too chief Bruh, that's my motto this summer. I don't give a fuck. Like, once school is over, oh, it is about to be. We've been a ball out, ladies. Fucking summer. (laughs) These fucking day clubs will see me (laughs) once a fucking week. (laughs) Fuck that. Y'all took my 2021, my 21st birthday. You ain't finna take me being 22. Fuck that. I'm like, I said, Aaron, ass cheeks are out. They are (laughs) shaking. Also, (laughs) don't have that. I'm gonna be like, y'all wait for me. I need to get out the Zoom meeting <laughs> and then I'll be there. I, trying to be at the pool knowing I can't swim. <laughs> goodbye. First of all, the pools be like four feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, oh my God, you're a lifeguard. I'm gonna come and you're gonna teach me how to tread water. How about that? Bitch, my pool is four. It's three, it's three feet, six inches. That's how, that's how much, that's how deep my pool goes. Oh, period. We can figure something out. You really think they're going to have these deep-ass pools and these day parties with these drunk-ass people? Fuck that. Who knows? Um, But yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I kind of feel like buying some new clothes, but I know I don't need to. Um, With that, we can move into the episode. So, Maya, start us off. Okay. So, I just decided, I just wanted this to be more of like a FaceTime conversation with these two because I haven't like talk to them in a while and I felt like the last episode that Anaisha and I did ended up being like more of like a FaceTime call than I realized than like you know podcast episode which is why I initially wanted to start this podcast with these guys because I feel like our conversations be really funny um but I don't know how funny this is going to be because you know sensitive topics sensitive people sensitive generations blah 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 but recently on my For You page on TikTok, I've just been seeing a lot of Gen Z like being sensitive and I just wanted to see their or hear their opinions on it because some stuff like I can understand some things, but like some stuff I really think is getting out of control. And I really just think like, is it that deep? And I know I like the three of us have very different opinions and nobody's afraid of stating their opinion and being completely honest 
So with that, I guess we'll start. I've, I have multiple ones in my head that I just want to like talk to them about and hear their opinion about. Number one, Mr. Potato Head being changed to not having a gender. So the examples that I think you're going to list, if you could just give a little bit of context about it, just because I personally don't know all the details of it. I think I've like loosely heard about it, but can you kind of give a little backstory about like why Mr. Potato Head was changed to being non-binary if you know, like what did the article say, etc. I'll read the article if you have it. Uh, okay, I just pulled it up. You could read it. Oh no, you could go ahead. Well, because I don't really know. It just said that they're uh, dropping the horrific Mr. Potato Head brand and renaming the shape-shifting plastic spudge gender neutral. They're just going by Potato Heads and not Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. And then they're uh, dropping the brand name and the logo to promote gender equality and inclusion, the company says. And they're rebranding by this fall. And it's like completely just Potato Head. Nothing else, just Potato Head. So opinions. Or do you guys want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. I'm trying my best not to get canceled. But I just feel like there's certain things where it's like, I get it. I understand. But this is something that I'm just like, this has been a part of our childhood forever since Toy Story first came out. His name has always been Mr. Potato Head. You cannot go back and remake all the Toy Stories to make him inclusive. Because back then, when the storyline was made, that's just who he was. That's just what it was it's one thing to come out and do a whole new concept or something else and you don't want to like change the genders of stuff moving forward but this has already been established for years so why go back and change it when there's already like a storyline based off of it it's just my opinion like i get gender inequality and all that type of stuff but it's just like there was a mister and there was a mrs potato head I think companies do things to seem progressive that no one asks for, and it's kind of just like a headline, like they're taking it off because people are more progressive, and gender has changed, and it's more, like there's more than two genders now, so that they're like, well, we're gonna take that off, but it's like, you already had the two to be more inclusive, that's why you have Mr. and Mrs., Right, because there was, I'm sorry, but there was like, there was originally no Mrs. Potato Head when when Toy Story first came out. So then you gave him a wife. What, why did there need to be more than that? And it's like the parts change. So technically, like, if you take off the mustache, it's already. Like, (laughs) I literally like, (laughs) I'm sorry, she just looks so angry. I just, I guess in certain ways, it's just kind of a bit much, in my opinion. Like, you're doing too much. Like, that's how I felt with some of, like, the Black Lives Matter stuff, when people were, like, putting too much onto it. It's kind of just, like, we understand, like, I'm trying to think. Somebody did something at the beginning of, like, the Black Lives, not the beginning of the Black Lives Matter movement, but everything that was happening this year, and it was kind of, like, you did this for what? Like, you weren't doing this. I don't know. I'm not trying to sound insensitive. Are you talking about the, like, I remember people were doing, like, different color makeups, like. Or even, like, the people who were getting married at the Black Lives Matter protests. It's kind of just, like. Oh, I, I didn't see you that. Not, you didn't see that? There was a couple of people who got married, no. like, they had their ceremonies, like, at Black Lives Matter protests. What? You guys have seriously not seen that? that? No. No. Like literally officiated. I, I, I want to say I, I remember seeing somebody in a wedding dress, 
But I didn't, or, or a white dress. I didn't know if that was just for dramatic effect. No, somebody got married at Black Lives Matter protest. Wow. That's a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I would fucking hope so. Uh, or were they strong white allies? Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, okay, do you have an opinion? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that it's a, I feel like it's the same thing, like, you know, when Pride goes, comes around, like, in June, and all of a sudden the companies are like, we're going to paint our windows with the rainbow, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And it's, like, all just capitalistic stuff to try it's and... It's performative. It's very performative. Right. And so I feel like that's kind of what this is, where it's, like, another thing, no one asked. Like, no one had a problem with Mr. Potato Head. I think that... <laughs> like, inanimate object! It's a like, fucking potato! Like, no one was, no one was, you know, missing sleep at night or skipping meals over Mr. Potato Head not being non-binary. And they're just doing it just for shits and giggles to try and seem like they're progressive. And it's like, can you actually come up with a storyline and characters that are new, that are being you know, that are representing underserved communities and underserved identities that we haven't seen in the media being portrayed at all or positively portrayed. They literally just said, we're just going to um, erase and take off some things of a character we already have and also like a background character at that. So it's like, are you trying to say that non-binary people are just background characters? Like, can they have, you know, a protagonist of their own? Like, yeah. I, I would love to talk to the marketing team. <laughs> I would love to move. Oh, sorry. I always, I always get fidgety. Um, Yeah, I just, it's, it's like for why, for why? No one asked for this. Okay, next, next one. This one is very close to my heart, and it's just very upsetting to me because it's close to my family. Good old, thick ass Mrs. Butterworth. In my family, it was like a thing before I was like alive or anything. Mrs. Butterworth used to come in a glass container. Ain't that crazy? Do you guys ever hear about that? I didn't know that. She used to come in a glass container. They stopped selling it for, you know, whatever reasons. Blah, blah, blah. Stuff progresses. My grandma and them kept it. Enter my mom in the picture. My mom didn't know that they were refilling the glass Mrs. Buttersworth. So when my mom finished using it, she threw it away in the garbage. Bye-bye, Mrs. Buttersworth. Years go down the line, I end up finding, about, finding out about the story. I think it was like two, three years ago, my mom and I ended up finding them on eBay. So I gave one to my dad and one to my grandma. Now... Mrs. Buttersworth is racist and they're getting rid of all the packaging of her because she resembles like a black woman and it's racist. In my opinion, it's a lady in a bottle. Maple syrup comes in a color. So like I get it because, you know, like the whole Mm -hmm. Aunt Jemima, the mammy, you know, all that. But maple syrup comes clear. Well, all the maple syrup that I've had in my whole lifetime any time like okay this is what i'm saying maple syrup you're upset but how, how often do you use clear maple syrup when you go to ihop is your maple syrup clear i get what you're saying but you said it has a color i'm just saying it technically comes clear i was but gonna I, go go ahead no because just what i'm saying is don't make it seem like they're the they're no, the first people to i'm not make, no, no no not you oh but it's okay. just like people don't make it seem like they're the first people to come out with brown maple syrup when you go in the store most maple syrup is brown that just happens to be the shape of the bottle and it's been the shape of the bottle for how many years well so people are upset because it's a character so 
I like um I'm probably gonna mispronounce it, but Aunt Jemima or Aunt, I think that's what it's called, Aunt Jemima. 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 Yeah. yeah. Aunt Jemima. It's a character, and it's making fun of black people. Um, and so, but then, so this is what I don't understand. It was on the shelves for years. We're in 2021. Why change it now? Um, but characters are racist, so there's that. But we knew that a long time ago. If that's I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's right. like I feel like that's my issue. Like I like we knew. It, it, I'm not fucking stupid. Like obviously I know like that's the portrayal of the mammy. Right. Like we all know that. It's not a secret. But just because it's 2020 and 2021 now, all of a sudden y'all want to be progressive and start changing stuff and taking shit off the shelf when it's just like, in my opinion, why didn't you give a fuck about it last year? Why the fuck didn't you give about a shit about it five years ago? Why change it after all? Like that's your brand now. I don't want. I don't want that shit anymore. They don't I don't want the fuck, shit in the fucking bottle. They don't give a fuck about it, or like they didn't before because they cancel culture wasn't like a thing then. It was right. more okay. Like with each coming year, it's less acceptable to be racist, to be homophobic, to be xenophobic, and all these things. So now that we're socially and culturally demanding more from companies, people are trying to, like people within the company are trying to cover their ass before they get dragged for it. <laughs> so, so they, they got think, dragged. They got, okay, they got it's dragged. It's too late. It's, right, it's, right. You've, you've been, been racist to, since no. like 1865. <laughs> I'm about to see when Mrs. Butterworth the, came around because I'm like- The family can't. also said that they didn't want it to change because that was their like legacy so that was a little weird too because it is based on an actual person and people are complaining like well she doesn't get paid and all this but it's like her family wasn't worried about that so they they should be getting royalties for it for one and I think for two just like from a marketing perspective of course it's gonna hurt their brand you have Maya who's a consumer who's like I don't want that shit if it's not the (laughs) you know if she's not on the bottle so it's like it is their branding and when you it's like if starbucks was to be like oh you know what the the little mermaid woman racist little (laughs) little mermaid woman i think she a prostitute (laughs) see the original thing yeah so her boobs are out see see so it's like if they were to just have to completely overhaul their logo people would be like ew like i created a association a loyalty for starbucks with this brand and now it's not that let me go to pete <laughs> let me go to you know somebody else because it's just, just like you know, how first of all this okay i looked it up this brand's been around since 1961 my whole thing is so during segregation but my whole thing is okay mrs buttersworth okay you're gonna change the bottle from looking like her well, next thing you know they're gonna have a problem with it saying mrs in front of it and saying that it's not inclusive so what are you just gonna have buttersworth like, yeah. it's literally always a problem. And then moving, what? <laughs> what? It's just funny because you you're, you're so angry. And like, for me, I'm just like, I will buy any type of syrup. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's matter because she's me. a consumer. Like, she, it's yeah, because like, it's been a part of my family right. for so long. And it's like, right. I feel like people don't realize it. Like, like, obviously, like looking at it from like a perspective, it's a fucking syrup bottle, you know, but it's like that syrup bottle meant so much to my family to the fact where my mom and I spent a hundred dollars getting the original packaging just for it because the bitch is thick. Like, I, I don't. You're annoying. The bitches think. <laughs> like I, it's just, it's so hard, and it's just so 
frustrating for me because certain stuff I'm not really I'm not really understanding like there's a lot of stuff that I'm finding out about now that like okay this is we're about to get some we're about to get real controversial trigger warnings on TikTok people are getting really offended at people that make stuff on like their pages or whatever and don't put a trigger warning how long have we gone on social media without like I feel like you going onto social media you're subjecting yourself to whatever is on the internet life does not come with trigger warnings if you walk down the street and somebody's about to get shot there's no oh trigger warning this person's about to get shot like I I don't understand why every single thing now has to have a trigger warning, but that's just my personal opinion. Like I get it. Some people like are really traumatized, but I just see it as the way that if you're walking down the street and you happen to see something, what trigger warning are you going to get from that or before that? I think that I'm not opposed to having trigger warnings. I think that people should have trigger warnings or content warnings on certain like content that you post, but I do think there's a point where it becomes excessive and then it almost starts seeming like it's a parody or like people are making fun of trigger warnings. Like I, like if someone is going to be talking about like having an eating disorder and like what they struggle with, okay, put it, put a trigger warning or a content warning in front of that because certain people can't hear about it, don't want to hear about it for whatever reason. There are like, I don't know if you guys have also seen these type of TikToks where it's like, some girl with, you know, a nice looking body by, you know, societal norms just makes a video, just, you know, enjoying herself. And then the whole comments are like, great, I'm not going to eat today. Wow. Like, right. Um, like, like, whose fault is that bitch? Like, let me, like, let me go starve myself today. Like slanted face. And it's like, whoa, like, <laughs> it's like that girl like literally just look like she looks like that like she's minding her business and you're projecting stuff onto her simply because the way she looks that is that is where it's like where the comments are sort of indicating that there should have been a trigger warning but it's like what's the trigger warning girl minding her business and you're jealous of the way her body looks like that's not trigger warning that's not a content warning that is insecurity that you're projecting so i think that like yes they should have them but i think that there's also in other examples, I can't think of one right now, but it's like where if people, someone was to put a trigger warning for something and it just kind of seems like, um, like almost so like excessive or like, it seems like it's like making fun of them. Overall, I don't like those. I don't know. I guess it's just because the first one that comes to my head, maybe I'm just like really fucked up in the head and like my trauma is just really badly. Or maybe because I have a dark sense of humor because I know Anaj and I have been in this situation and... <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about it because it's funny to me, but I know we have a different sense of humor than other people. Background context, when we were in high school, we went to go get my prom dress. (laughs) We were in the dressing room and Anija saw these. Okay, I guess I should put a trigger warning for uh, cutting, but Anija saw these blades while we were in the room or whatever and she picked up the blades and like took a snapchat and sent it to me it was like oh i'm about to hand her hannah baker this shit or something like that like this is around the time that 13 reasons why i was coming out to me like oh ha 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 it's funny so somebody on tiktok was like you know those face razors that people have been using yeah for dermal so, cleaning. 
yeah so the like person was like oh like ha 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 like it was one of those like audio things or whatever and was like what if i just ooh? and then like but like they didn't do it but it was kind of just like a ooh. and then like so many people were like in the comments like but this person like has done it before like that's their own trauma and so like half the comments were like oh i can relate to this ha 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 dark humor and the other half is like oh you triggered me i'm about to go like now and like all this type of stuff and it's kind of just like i know it's like some people really do have dark humor and some people joke about their trauma and i feel like that's okay too because like i feel like that's messed up because obviously that was that person's trauma and that's them like getting through it you know by finding it funny like let's not talk about the trauma that i went through two years ago and all the jokes that i made about it like right people deal with their stuff in their own way that's not fair that just because that's the way that they have to deal with it and that's not acceptable to somebody else that they're not allowed to, you know, like use their own platform that is free to express the way that they feel through their trauma. You can continue. No, that was it. I'm done ranting because I feel bad because I feel like I don't want to make it seem like I'm insensitive. I just feel like our generation is starting to get like, I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of stuff that just would not have fun. Like, could you imagine white chicks coming out in this generation? Like, oh, it's okay for them to do white face, but not black face. Like, could you imagine the boondocks? I'm like, saying everything not, South Park. Like, why? Even like, and I mean, coming, I think that oh. they know that. No, go ahead. No, sorry. I was just saying, like, even like watching Coming to America too. Like, you could tell, like, the. It was like people said it was kind of okay, but it's like you can't make the jokes that like they used to make 30 years ago when the original came out. Like it just would have been a lot of problems and, you know, people try to avoid that at all costs. Even Martin, like every day you're ragging on uh, the dark skin, the dark skin black girl, like every day it's light skin supremacy. (laughs) Like that. Um, Oh. And people are saying some stuff about like the 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 Penny Prout reboot because they're like Dejeuner, like I that, saw that too. Yeah. I didn't see that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I I okay. So did you see the pictures, Anaisha? Yeah. In the pictures, that's literally how Dejeuner was depicted in the cartoon. Right. Like, so at first glance, I was like, why do I have a problem with it when that's literally how she looks in the cartoon? Like they pit her out to be this character. The ratchet black girl. Like, the yeah. ratchet black girl. And then, like, the person who was critiquing it was like, this is so bad. That I'm like, that's literally what her character was, though. It's not but like they're in the like, century they weren't yeah. changing it to be something new. I think right. they could have changed it to not be that, but they were like, no, 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 we'll just keep it this right. way. But no, there was so- nothing wrong with the way that it was, like, in my opinion. I think what's wrong with it is that it's not acceptable now for her to be a caricature. Back but are we going to act like those girls don't exist is the question. Right. But that's a stereotype. So that's what people are saying. Like a stereotypical, right. like dark skinned black girl, loud mouth, chasing after a boy who doesn't want her. No, right. I get it. Yeah. It is stereotypical. But are we literally going to sit here and act like it's not true at all? Yes, there are girls out there like that, but while the rest of the other black women or the other women in the cast are light-skinned and white it is not okay for her to be that stereotype like when penny proud doesn't have to be you know a stereotype la cienega doesn't necessarily have to be a stereotype 
I think that's what it is. If they were all stereotypes, La Cienega would be like the spicy Latina and then Penny Proud would probably be like the, I'm not, you know, I'm foreign, you know, I'm different, you know, <laughs> da, da. like I'm mixed, like, you But see, know. this is the problem. This is, this is what I see as the problem. If you're not going to do it the same as the original, don't do it at all. Make something else. If you're going to have a problem with the way that something originally came, just don't do it. I don't think they needed to reboot this show either. No. That's from the beginning. That's what I'm saying. It's one thing to do, like, what I think, phenomenal, the That's So Raven reboot. Or it's not a reboot, but, you know, like, the remix where, like, her and Chelsea and, like, they have the Yeah, the continued version. Like, I feel like it's one thing, like, that is... You know, no, nobody could say shit about that. So Raven, that shit was a shit. That was progressive when we were young, talking about problems that other shows weren't talking about, and they're still doing that in the show that they're doing now. Like it's like they've obviously progressed as the time has progressed, but, but it also wasn't problematic to begin with either. So it was easy for them to continue that same like, you know, like the same route they were going because they were already speaking on big issues. Like she was like the big girl like you know like she, it was always like she was it was already progressive from the start and to be so early but i don't think proud family needed a reboot like go rewatch the shows on disney plus but i don't know i think i'm probably one of those people i don't know i'm not that i'm probably one of those people that is sensitive about it but it's not even like sensitive because i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna sign a petition to have things change but like stuff is wrong in society and like we overlook it a lot, but it's like, if it's not affecting my life, it's like, okay, well, you know, but like, just because it happened before doesn't mean it isn't wrong. For sure, for sure. And I think that that would be one of the distinctions between like characters that we grew up with and loved and what that means in today's context. Like having Mr. Potato Head be non-binary or not be non-binary isn't affecting anyone's daily life. But having Dijonet be a caricature of a ratchet Black girl is hurting Black girls everywhere who get pitted as that stereotype. It's hurting Black girls everywhere who see Dijonet and see themselves in her and then derive something negative from that when that shouldn't be the case at all. Especially, like, with characters in a show, you try to find yourself. And that's, like, a group of friends. And you're like, which one do I fit into? Right. And it's like, if you're not light-skinned, then you don't fit into anyone but Dijonet. Dijonet. And then if everyone's ragging on Dijonet, you don't want to be her. And then you're like, I don't want to, like, and you try and do everything to not be that. And that creates a whole set of issues when young kids are trying to grow up and find themselves. Right. I also have another example. Yeah, go. So this is outside of the U.S. Um, in Australia, if you guys know the podcaster, Flex Mommy, she's a podcaster, influencer, yada, yada. Um, I think it's a certain brand of cheese that she used to get. It was called Coon Cheese. And within the past <laughs> year, they changed the name. And Coon in the U.S. has a certain context, but in Australia, it might not have the same context. Right. And people, so what do you guys think about that? Where it's like, intercontinental I don't, okay so coon, the terms. word to coon i don't think coon is derogatory because some people really be coons out here some people so, really be cooning <laughs> i don't see nothing wrong with it that's like changing the name of cracker i think that like okay if we're going to be talking about derogatory or negative terms that were used against black people and 
I do think that coon is a term that can still be used from black people to talk about other black people. Yes. I don't think people should be running around being like, that's a mulatto right there. Like, no, <laughs> like we're going to leave that one dead. And then you have fucking the rapper who's like, it's big lotto. And it's like, let's just not do that. <laughs> I've never heard that term back. until her. Until her. When I, when I first heard about her, I was like, I don't even think I can get behind her because her name but then I was like you know I have to separate the art from the artist because she's got some bangers <laughs> yeah but... I never before I didn't know it was derogatory at all I didn't know I think it was until you just said that really I've never heard of that besides that being her name I've never heard of that used ever really yeah no that's the derogatory term for, for being mixed yeah and so it's oh like... that's why in that song she says disagree with my name you could die so wow now yeah. what you quoting? Right! Come on, Stan. <laughs> it's got some bangers! <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, they be like, that's your woman? I was super sad. I was like, why? I was like, why do people not, why, why are people saying that about her name? Like, No, that's derogatory as fuck. And I'm like, I don't think, like, I, I haven't seen anyone running around changing their Instagram names to, you know, mulatto princess or any shit like that. But... <laughs> It's like when people used to have mixed in their bios. Yes, mixed and foreign. I'm like, that shit is so ugly. But people still do it with Blasian. light skin. Light skin Keisha, light skin da right. da It's like, like, you are tokenizing yourself and you're trying to make your light skin status be something of reverence. And it's like, you just happen to be two different ethnic groups mixed together. Well, being white isn't ethnic, but <laughs> like two different things mixed together. <laughs> Don't make that face. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. We were talking about coon cheese and got a little off topic. But I think it's interesting that they changed the name from being that when, like, you know, the whole system of slavery did not happen in Australia. I kind of want to pull up an article see what they say. Mm, I don't know, this girl. That's uh, I mean, Did they call us coons or, we, or do we all just call each other that? Coons are for people that, like, I think we call each other coons. Like, because um, obviously, like, they started with the word nigger, and then we just went to nigga. What? Because I just took a, I didn't, I didn't see how you were correlating that. I, I, I just, okay, wait, they, you're saying, no, they looked at me like I was the first person to ever say that. <laughs> I just didn't think she was going to use the hard ER on the podcast. <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't know how they correlated. Um, I know how they correlate, but I didn't, you didn't know, I don't know how, I was how that example, I still don't, I don't know how that example. Because you guys cut me off the way that you guys were looking at me. Okay. okay. No, because I'm saying, you know how like we took that and like changed it and then now it's used in like, you know music and everybody wants to say it now what like what is i don't like mulatto like what is i never heard of like it's just being used as like you know like you know i don't think it was derived from anything i just think people are coons typically black like who, oh stacy dash stacy dash is a well, coon. right but who made coon a negative you know word like did okay, we well, as black people definition. make it a we negative word or did white people have to look it up i'm gonna okay. look it up hold on give me a second so okay, I pulled up cream cheese. So the Australian cheese brand 
the Kuhn is the cheesemaker's last name, Edward William Kuhn. And there has been a big push in the Black Lives Matter contingent in Australia to get them to change their name. Um, and they've actually been um, sort of holding off or like resisting to change their name for a long time because it's like, you know, the cheesemaker's name, it's the whole legacy of it all. But the name was changed to eliminate racism um, following a campaign stating that the product name was offensive to indigenous Australians. Um, but then also the Black Lives Matter chapter related the name to American racism. So that was a biggie. Um, a quote here said that um, the criticism he previously received when campaigning for the rebranding was a sign of Australia's racial insensitivity. It's from a past when everything was white and right and I dared to challenge the status quo. They didn't like that. After all, it's just a little piece of cheese. It's not like I have been asking them to cut their executives' wages. The cheese will still taste the same. I'm like, that's a commentary on capitalism, period. <laughs> so what I'm reading is that Kuhn comes, is shortened for raccoon, and they refer to Black people as coons because they're com they basically was comparing us to raccoons as being like, um, thieves yeah comparing us to raccoons um with that motherfucking coon over there and <laughs> i guess it's they also said like it's uh something to do with blackface too the way um, the because way you... black people tend to have darker like faces yeah we're like hyperpigmentation so like a lot of the times black people have dark under eye circles and you know so do raccoons have the black around their eye. Also, I'm seeing that coon is native Australian, too. Mm, coon. How do you think they feel yeah. with the accent? Stop. Cut <laughs> um, <laughs> it out. The body, that coon. <laughs> but that's crazy Stop. that, like, coon was meant for um, all black people, and now we just use it as, like, for black people that kiss up to white people. people. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't it interesting how it's like, not even like they like... be kissing up, they be sucking the ass holes. Yeah. Yeah. Straight anus. <laughs> straight anus to mouth. Straight yeah. human centipede. Okay. Right. No, like to be called a coon, you really gotta be like some other stuff. Yeah. I just feel yeah. like it's funny because you know how they'd be like, you could just tell like somebody's a coon. Like by but the way they do their makeup or the way that their like hair is. They do the hair, like the way they dress. Yeah, there's this one girl who ooh, she's going through it. I'd be going through Candace her. Candace Owens, isn't that the black commentator? Yeah. Um, no, there's some young black girl on TikTok, and they're like, "Becky, let it go. They don't ooh. want you." I'm like, ooh, "The comments are so bad." But anyways, back. moving on to the next thing that I saw, which I found very interesting because I never knew anything about it. And so this be the last thing. Okay. Okay. Sorry. It's just I'm not trying to edit a long video, a long episode. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. I never knew about this being a black girl thing or whatever, but more recently, I know I'm one of the recent black girls who've discovered uh, lip liners. You know, black girl with a brown lip liner and some lip gloss is superior, like period. Apparently this one white girl decided to put black lip liner around her lip. Some white girl, like a white girl did it. Just makeup, just, he was doing black lip liner and some black girl duetted the video and was like, this stems from racism and 
da 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 this and da 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 that. And I was like, um, what? what is racist about it? Because my first thought when you said that was like, uh, like uh, Hispanics do that, like right? Lip liner. I didn't think it was racist, but yeah. Did she okay, say well, what the... was racist about it? Well, for no, one, I didn't well, think it was gonna go that way either. I thought it was yeah. gonna be like, oh, she just looked crazy because who uses black? You know, like unless Hispanics. you have dark the Chicano or like Latinx because Hispanic yeah. is like derived from Spain okay so it's like a my bad thing but yes but like that's a specific like cultural like makeup right. and aesthetic look so that's but I'm just I'm like like, I, like I'm like she's so light that I'm assuming this girl is so light that she could have just went with brown like why she go with black I feel like it would make her look kind of like she's using a sharpie <laughs> It's makeup. Do you know how many people draw on their literal face? With well, just right, color? I'm not, right, right. That's but like, you're saying this is a lip liner. So how was she blended it in, and how did it look? That's the question. So white people aren't allowed to wear black lip gloss and black lipstick now. That you're not answering the question. We didn't see the video. We don't know. No, that's right. what I'm saying. All I saw oh. from the context was with that the girl was using a black lip, not brown, straight up black lip liner. Like, that's it. Like, that's all I got from the video. Like, the girl cut it off to where all she was doing was lining her lips with a black pencil. And she was like, that's racist for lining your lips with black. But people do wear black lipstick, so I'm, I'm just a little confused. There's no context behind it. I'm confused. I just don't understand. Like, I don't I see don't, the problem. I don't see how it's racist, but I just... I don't... The, the question for me is, since when did doing certain type of makeup skills become racist. You're asking us, but we don't know. That's what we're saying. Okay. It was just a conversation. No, but I'm saying, like, I'm confused because, like... No, I was just... I'm confused. That's why I'm yeah. saying. I don't know if I'm unaware that certain makeup stereotypes are, like, racist. That, like, we're not Other than to- blackface, I don't see a problem. Or like using like darker foundations, like you know, like people be using. I don't brown think, yeah. Pale. I think that as long as it's not blackface or like nigger fishing, yeah. I think it's fine. I think if you use, um, don't laugh. You know they be doing it, right? Um, but when I say it, it's a problem in your mouth because you said it so randomly, like. <laughs> Right. You didn't have to say it that hard. That, right. that like you called it got this loud and everything. With the word exactly. Yeah. She her, her voice got louder. It's just like, part of me just feels so powerful that I can't say it. And I think I'm just so used to not really talking to black people right now. Two black people right now besides best friend. And I know I thought I make people uncomfortable when I say it. Right. Um so what was I even saying? Oh, it's fine. I think if they you if they're like purposely mismatching their foundation or like the lip liner, it's not racist. They just look ridiculous. But if they are choosing to present themselves as ridiculous, then they can. Yeah, but I don't see race that being racist. Yeah. It's not harming anyone and no. it's not putting anyone right. down. So it can't technically be racist. Got it. Well, is that all we have today? Did you have any more things that you wanted to put out there? No, it's okay. All right. Well, it was lovely chatting with y'all today. It was lovely being back on the podcast. That's all I have. See you in two weeks, folks. Bye. Not two weeks. Okay. Um, who's speaking for herself? Well, yeah, they'll see me. Yeah. Okay. But they'll see you guys next week. Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye. <laughs>